So we all want to experience breakthroughs or awakenings on the spiritual path. But how do we get there? Is there anything we can do to make a breakthrough happening? Well, the answer is yes and no. After three decades of experiences with hard work and frustration and incredible moments of grace and breakthrough, I want to share seven secrets with you that I think can help you recognize what you need to do at this moment to help you reach a breakthrough in your own spiritual practice. So let's talk about that. We are in the middle of a spiritual revolution and we know we need to change. But what are the secrets to spiritual growth and awakening? How do you get rid of the false beliefs and dogmas that no longer serve you? How do you see through your own spiritual BS? I'm Alex Vagale, aka the Dutch Taoist, and welcome to my podcast. So there's this great story from the Zen tradition where a disciple went to his master and asked him, how long will it take me to become enlightened? And the reply, I don't think he expected that, but the master just gave him a hard slap on his face. And as the story goes, in that moment, the disciple had an awakening. So what does that mean? I'm going to tell you later on in this podcast what I think it means, but before that, let me dive right into what I think are the seven secrets to have an, aw an awakening or breakthrough. Number one is your intention. Having a goal, of course, is extremely important in everything we do. If you want to become rich, you have to have some idea of how much money you want and what kind of house you want to buy with it, and and then you start working towards that goal. That's how it works in the world. But the problem with spiritual goals is we have no clue as to what a breakthrough feels like before we actually experience it. You can read books about it and talk about it as much as you want, but you don't know what an awakening is before you have one. So what should you strive for then? For many years, I had one goal in my Kriya Yoga practice before I started with Taoism, and that was what they call Nirvikalpa Samadhi. And that is a state of consciousness where you're one with God and the whole universe and your breath stops and even your heartbeat stops. And I knew it was possible because my guru demonstrated it. They even tested him in a hospital in New York to see what was happening in his body at the moment of Nirvikalpa Samadhi. And all the doctors who were present at the experiment, the next day, they took initiation from my guru. That's how impressed they were. So I knew it was real and it was an attainable goal, but I had no idea what it was. And I did have Samadhi experiences, what, what they call Sabikalpa Samadhi, because of my practice in Kriya Yoga. But the real awakenings that I had happened after I started doing Taoist practice. And they were completely different from anything I'd ever expected. So I could never have worked towards that goal at all. Because the secret is not in the goal, but in the intention. You should have a clear intention. Not for this or that, this or that goal, but an intention to grow in the spiritual sense. It is the intention to wake up and experience truth. That will get you there. And not 
the exact dis- description of what that truth should feel like or look like. And that is extremely important. Having a clear intention, but realizing at the same time that the spiritual path leads into uncharted territory. Only then can you loosen up enough to actually experience what the universe wants to give you. And believe me, that's plenty. Having a clear intention and work on that every day. Which brings me to the next point, which is practice. Number two, we do need practice. But what kind of practice do we need? Well, this depends on your character and your culture and your spiritual path, of course. Some people like to pray, others like to like to meditate. Some people work more from the heart and other people are more focused on insight and mental activity. The thing is to choose a practice that works for you and keep at it for at least a few years. And if it doesn't work for you anymore, then let it go. So the difficult question is, when do you stick to it and when do you let it go? This is a hugely important question because many people get stuck in a practice that doesn't work for them, while other people, they go from one practice to the other without ever going deep. So sometimes it's good to stick with a technique that gives you a lot of frustration because The frustration comes from the ego, so that's a good sign. And what's happening is that you have reached a deep layer of resistance to awakening, and that means you have to keep at it to go through it. But sometimes, yeah, it's it's better to let it go because maybe it doesn't work for you or because you have mastered a technique and you no longer need it. Because in the end, all techniques, you will have to let them go. And that is important as well. If you want to have a breakthrough, never get attached to the technique because the technique is only there to be transcended. However, you will need secret number three, and that is discipline. You can say, if spiritual breakthroughs are all about letting go, and we'll get into that in a second, then how about discipline? Well, it's true. If you practice a technique the right way, then the meditation will come by itself spontaneously. So that's a paradox. You first need the discipline to make progress and to make your meditation effortless. Discipline and effortlessness or spontaneity are two sides of the same coin. Nothing ever happens if you don't have any discipline. But The most important rule about discipline is this. It doesn't work at all if you don't do it with love. I think love is the key secret to discipline. Then secret number four, getting stuck. It might sound strange, but you need to get stuck in order to have a breakthrough. The ego needs to get stuck in order to make it powerless So that powerlessness, that it feels like hitting a wall. Whatever you do, it seems pointless. But in fact, you can be happy about it because getting stuck is an essential part of spiritual growth. Some call it the dark night of the soul. It's that phase where the ego is completely lost. And that's good. It doesn't feel good. It feels like shit. But your ego needs it. And 
all you have to do then is step number five, and that is letting go. That's it. Just let it go. And that's easier said than done, of course. In the old religious and spiritual traditions, this is what we call surrendering to God. But if you don't believe in God, you call it letting go. Now, I've had many instances of letting go in my life. It is where you realize that there is nothing that you can do to get any further on the spiritual path. In other words, there is nothing the ego can do. Because we always think that we can do so much. Oh, you can accomplish anything if you set your mind to it. You know, just set your mind to it. But on the spiritual path, it is crucial to see that the superficial layer of your consciousness, the mind or the ego, is in fact not very powerful. It is the deeper layer of the soul, the core of your being, that is the most powerful. And surrendering is to surrender to that part of your consciousness. And that part, the soul, is one with everything. So, in fact, you surrender to life itself. Now, a very strange thing happens the moment you're actually able to surrender. And that's secret number six. It is grace. You see, every person who's ever had a spiritual breakthrough probably can confirm this. Whenever you have a breakthrough, the strange thing is it feels like you didn't do it. Whether it be a small breakthrough or inspiration, like when I'm writing something, you know, I've been a professional writer for 35 years and I'm never particularly proud of what I've done. And that's because of this. It feels like the great insights and ideas, they don't come from me. Suddenly it's just there. So if you think about it, I can't really take credit credit for any of it. So real inspiration comes not from the ego, but from the soul. And that's why I think that any breakthrough that you're going to have will come from not a place in your consciousness that you actively identify with, which means your ego, but from the other place, the soul or God. And that's why it always feels like grace, that, that old-fashioned word, that old religious old-fashioned word, grace. Now, I think that grace is always there, always available to you. All you have to do is open up to it, which is, of course, the most difficult part. But the moment of surrender, of letting go, will immediately give you that grace. And I've experienced this many times in my life. The moment you let go, there will be grace. And that will give you secret number seven, which is the breakthrough. Now, I could talk a long time about spiritual breakthroughs or awakenings, but there is one thing, one secret I want to share with you that is, in my eyes, the most important one. And that's, whenever you get a breakthrough, don't try to hold on to it. It might be you know, a state of deep bliss or love or an insight or a burst of energy. And you might feel, wow, you know, this is going to last forever because that is what it feels like. But the moment you try to hold on to it, you lose it. And that's okay too because it is inevitable. And you probably will even try to reverse engineer the way you got to this awakening. Like, 
what did I do today? I did some exercise and had only one cup of coffee with a little bit of sugar. And, and then I read that quote in this book. So if I do that again, maybe I will get the same experience. You see, that is the ego talking. The ego wants to control the experience and categorize it and hold on to it. But remember, what really got you there was letting go and surrender to anything you need to surrender to that moment in time. So let's go back to the Zen story. What does the slap in the face mean? What was so important about that? In fact, I think it was a pretty reasonable answer to the question of the disciple because he asked, how long will it take me to become enlightened? Well, how about now? And that is a slap, because when you try to move towards a breakthrough, you will never get there. You know, you're moving to something in the future. It will always be in the future. But the truth is inside yourself. It is right here and right now, and you are already there. And Sometimes it takes a slap in the face to realize that. And for some people, one slap will do the trick. But for most people, well, if you're anything like me, we need some more slapping before we finally get the point. So breakthroughs, they will come and they will go, but you cannot control it. The only thing you can do is remember these secrets, these seven secrets, and recognize what is happening to you at this moment and try to figure out what this moment needs. If you do that without wanting to control the thing, then breakthroughs will come, and, of course, they will go inevitably. And your whole path will be an ebb and flow of practice and frustration and moments of letting go whenever you need them. And when you look back a few years from now, you'll see that it was all worth it. And it did take you somewhere, but not to a place that you could have ever imagined. And that is the real secret of awakening. The awakenings and the breakthroughs, they take you to places that you could have never imagined yourself. So I wish you many breakthroughs and many awakenings. Thanks for listening. Bye.